Hey, welcome back to Triple Double Podcast. Um, I'm with my co-host here, El Jefe, as well as TP, the playmaker. Um, let's get into this uh, this new week of uh, football games. We've got Sunday night football coming up, but first we want to sit here and recap what happened Thursday night in the NFL. Jefe, you want to start us off? Yeah, but before before we start, I want to I want to take a moment of silence to to a back in the day 2013 second round pick Galvin Escobar, real quick. Just a moment of silence. Okay, fellas. Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome all. Let's get into a quick recap. We had Thursday night. We had the Bengals. We had the we had the Dolphins. Me and TP. Unfortunately, we took we we took two in the Dolphins, and it looked like Trev came out on top. They Bengals covered for him. They got the dub. Got it done last second. It was a great game. Tua got hurt. Got a little concussion. TP, how you feeling about that, man? I mean, I think there was um mishandling of Tua, and he wasn't prepared to be in that game. I mean, they said it was a back injury, but realistically, you could tell that he was struggling to get off the field the week prior. So, I mean, I think there needs to be a conversation with the handling, concussion protocol, things like that. Aside from that, I mean, the Bengals did what they needed to get the job done. Um, Eli Apple, after Tyreek Hill said what he said um, earlier in the week, locked him up for what it's worth. What did you say he was – when he was close to him or, you know, checking him. I think, the, I think for Tyreek Hill, for um, when Eli Apple, the cornerback, was the closest defender, he only gained uh, seven yards. So Tyreek was, you know, talking a lot of big stuff prior to the game, talking about how he was going to, you know, just destroy him. And, you know, for the most part, it seemed like he was, uh, he was locked up, at least when he was defended by Eli Apple. He did have a good game statistically, um, had over 100 yards receiving, several catches. So, um, he wasn't locked up the entire game, but just when he was, uh, you know, when Eli was on him. <clears throat> no, I think I think Tyreek and Eli Apple, that's going to be a, a fun little rivalry going forward. Not really much of a rivalry because Tyreek Hill is a top five receiver in the NFL. I don't know where Eli Apple stands amongst the cornerbacks in the league, but, you know, it's just – Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel. Shout out to Cheetah Wuzier. Another dub, you know, former cowboy. We'd love to see that. You know, just yeah, as well as uh, Leo, Leo Collins, Leo Collins. Shout him out too, right? Burrow, pretty, pretty clean. Burrow had a lot of time when he was standing back there. He had a lot of time to sit there, text the, uh, you know, the girlfriend, <laughs> you know, whatever he wanted to do. He had a lot of time in that pocket last night. So that offensive line is improving in Cincinnati. It's starting to gel. They didn't play together in the preseason, so. I think it kind of showed. Um, unfortunately, the highlight from that game is the Tua injury. So, I mean, I just hope that man is okay. Looked pretty severe. But, um, yeah, prayers up to that man. I hope he's doing well. hope he's recovering. I hope he gets the evaluation and the rest that he that he so needs. Um, and, you know, one day he returns to the field. Yeah, because his, yeah. his brain is definitely a clean field right now. So, <laughs> I wish him the best of luck. No, no, no. All good. He's a very he'll, he'll be back. He'll be back. But let's get into why we're here. It's Sunday, Sunday football. We got an early, early game for y'all this week, all the way out in London. We got the Vikings. We got the Saints. Now, if y'all don't know, these two teams, they played in London a couple times. They're both 2-0. They've never lost in London as a team, the Vikings or the Saints. Now, let's look at the quarterback matchup. You got, you got, uh, let's see. At the command, uh, I'm sorry, hold on. We got Winston, who most likely is going to be out for this game. So Andy Dalton 
is going to step in. Uh, Andy Dalton previously played in London against the same quarterback from the Vikings, Kurt, in a tie game, 27-27. TP, you got some stats for us on this game? So right now the Vikings score 19 points. They're giving up 18. They are averaging about 356 yards per game, but against basically teams are running it up on them. They're averaging about 427 yards against them. The Saints are scoring 17 points, but they're giving up 23. And the Saints throughout this season, they're really not scoring until the fourth quarter. And realistically, you know, you're kind of caught in a situation where they're always playing from behind. So, I mean, realistically, they are scoring a lot of points in the fourth quarter, but it doesn't really do much when you're just trying to come back the entire time. So, <clears throat> I mean, it's going to be interesting to see the Red Raider back on the field with Andy Dalton. Um, again, another former Cowboy finding another job. Um, Alvin Kamara, you know, a little bit of a slow start this season. However, I think he can kind of get things going. I do think that the Minnesota Vikings get this win. Justin Jefferson may be looking to get back into form after his week one, you know, what was it? Two touchdowns he had, he really showed out. But then since then he's been pretty quiet. Um, I'm not sure if the Saints are going to have enough, even though the Saints do have a pretty stout defense. I think Kirk Cousins is going to show up. He's not going to be on Monday night football, not going to be a lot of pressure on him this week. So I think this, um, the Vikings return to form, maybe Dalvin Cook gets a little bit of love against the end zone. So I do think the Vikings get this win here in Wembley. Either way, one of these two teams are going to have their first loss in Wembley Stadium. Shout out to the Queen. Rest in peace. Shout out to the Queen. Hey, uh, Trev, you got any fantasy word for us? Any any props in this game that you're looking at? How you feeling? Yeah. Yeah, uh, looking at this game as a whole, I mean, it's really tough to decide. you got two teams that are, you know, coming off of, um, you know, just not two great starts to the season. Um, obviously, Minnesota has a better record right now, but they're playing in Wimbledon. They're not playing in um, Wimbledon, correct? I think I said that correctly. But they're not, they're not playing on U.S. soil. So you look at these two teams, James Winston is out. You've got um, Andy Dalton, uh, former backup uh for the Dallas Cowboys um, and longtime Cincinnati Bengal playing quarterback. So I think it's addition by subtraction. Winston has been banged up. He came into the season recovering from that ACL injury. They were cautious with him during the preseason, although he did play. He got some, you know, reps in. But Winston has since, you know, kind of been a little dinged up. Um, so I think by adding Andy Dolan, he's a veteran. It's not like he's a, you know, a rookie or a new guy in the NFL. I think it's addition by subtraction because you've got a healthy guy coming in. Um, just ready to play. I do think the Saints have an outstanding defense. Uh, they've been able to hold teams for the most part. Um, Carolina, I know, beat up on them, uh, you know, recently. But outside of that, I think they're pretty strong defensively. I think you know, you got a healthy quarterback coming in there. I think you got to lay the points with Saints. Um, nothing official, but if, if I was betting on this game, I'd, I'd lay by points with the Saints. In terms of player props, I mean, we haven't seen any Dalton action for a while. Um, the last time he got any significant snaps was when, of course, he was playing for the Cowboys. And, um, you know, he wanted some games for us. He definitely won some games for us. Um, so it's one of those things where I do think that he's capable of winning in this league. Um, it's a new environment. So, um, yeah, he's healthy. And I think um, just not having a banged-up quarterback out there is just going to help this team a little bit better. So I, I'm going to go with the Saints on this one. Not saying they'll win, but I think that they could look to – uh, definitely cover the spread in this game. People aren't expecting them to win because they have a backup quarterback. Um, 
But you know how backup quarterbacks play in this league. Just look at the Cowboys. So uh, he's a former Cowboy. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the Saints plus uh plus three. Not no no official. I haven't put any money on that. But um, I'm roll with that. No props though. No props. Uh, interesting. Well, you know, I'm sorry, Trev. I'm gonna have to back TP on this one. I like the Vikings to come in to London and continue their dominance out out in London. Three and O's for them. Justin Jefferson, I feel like he might get, go over 150 yards on the Saints this week. Kurt's going to be throwing the ball. I think he's going to get it done this week. I don't – Saints without Thomas, without their starters. I mean, I just – I don't see them putting it together in London this week. I'm, I'm sorry, Trev. I'm, I'm going to have to ride with TP on this one this week. Um, maybe maybe, maybe next matchup I'll ride with you. We'll, we'll see what happens, though. We'll see. Um, we'll see. That's what, the, that's what the purple is for. I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan, but the purple is for the bikes this week. We'll see. Nothing really from a fantasy standpoint. A lot of the stars in this game have underperformed a lot recently, particularly Justin Jefferson. I know he's a top five selection. So I look for him to definitely kind of bounce back. It looks like teams are just trying to take him away, take him out of the game, make Kirk throw it to Thielen, Cook, um, you know, Irv Smith, all those types of guys. So if I were looking at anything, Justin Jefferson to have a bounce back um, across the pond and, um, Maybe Alvin Kamara to, to get some action. You know, um, he's been a big receiving guy, you know, coming out the backfield and he hasn't really got going this year just yet. So I look for him to maybe bounce back. But um, I look at the uh, Chris Olaf or I forgot how you say his last name, but um, great guy. Uh, Michael Thomas is out. Landry's a little banged up. I think that'll definitely be the you know top target in this game uh, besides Kamara. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay, okay. So we got me and TP once again taking sides, taking the, the Vikings. We got Trev taking the Saints. We're going to do a little something different this week. We're running down the entire NFL slate for y'all fellas today. So we're going to kick it off starting 1 p.m. games, obviously. We're going to go ahead. I'm going to just use the dialogue that the ESPN has for me. We're going to start off with the Browns and the Falcons. Now, the Browns, man, they completely own Atlanta in Atlanta. They have a six and one record out there. And I'm looking for Nick Chubb to just run all over the place. I'm looking for the Browns to go into Atlanta and make that seven and one TP. Give me some stats. So realistically pro football focus has Nick Chubb graded as their top running back this season. Mm -hmm. He's Atlanta and Atlanta's averaging. They're giving up about 109 yards per carry. Cleveland is relying on their rushing game very deeply without Deshaun Watson as he is serving an 11-game suspension. Um, we're looking at Nick Chubb right here. I think he's going to be my playmaker of the week. He's averaging 300. I mean, he has 341 yards this season. He's averaging 246 yards after contact, which has him ranked fifth. I mean, there's nothing left for Cleveland to do but just run the ball down their throats in Atlanta. Marcus Mariota is going to be giving the ball back to Cleveland, so there's going to be plenty of opportunities. Um, I'm going with Nick Chubb to be my playmaker of the week. I think it's going to be a solid pick. I do think Cleveland comes out of Atlanta with a big dub. That's all there is to it. Okay. Uh, Trev, you got any fantasy talk for us in this game at all? Any prop bets you like to share? Anything at all? Yeah, I look for Nick Chubb. I got to agree with TP. Uh, Nick Chubb is definitely the guy. Uh, pro football focus has him rated highly for a reason. He's been dominating on the ground, uh, even in the receiving game a little bit. Uh, we kind of thought Kareem Hunt would be getting more of those passes, and he just hasn't of late. I think he did week one, but uh, since then, he really just um, – it's been all of the Nick Chubb show. So I think uh, the Browns will come in here and win. 
uh, pretty easily, I think. Um, it's surprising that they are only like one point favorites. So that's really surprising. I'm not sure if that's like, am I missing something? I don't. I don't know. If if I were to bet on that, I'd definitely go with the Browns all day. The Browns should have a perfect record. Uh, the game they lost in New York uh, against the Jets was anomaly. I think uh, it was like less than a one percent chance they lo- lose that football game. Um, all the events that had to occur were just uh, miraculous to say the least. So they should be a perfect team, honestly. Um, so. I got to roll with the Cleveland Browns. Um, I would take the minus one. Haven't decided uh, what I'm going to do yet. Atlanta is 100% um, on the season covering spread. So it is a little bit tricky. Um, they're playing at home. Um, you know, that might make them a little bit more comfortable. Um, Hefe, but you brought those stats in. Uh, they are 6-0, and oh, I believe you said, against Atlanta. 6-1. 6-1, and one. When, six six and one. One, I'm sorry. 6-1 and one when they played at home. I got to go with the data um, and, and take that choice. It's the only logical answer, um, reason to pick them. So. Yeah, I got to go with that. Um, Nick okay. Chubb is – I think he'll be the fantasy superstar um, coming out of that football game for sure. Okay, so it looks like we oh, – I'm sorry. I was going to say, I think this is a big opportunity for Cleveland. They have the opportunity to become – you know, basically take sole possession of first place as Baltimore is in a really big game against Buffalo, arguably the best team in football this week. Um, Nick Chubb, again, 341 yards first in the league. And then 246 yards of the contact, which is fifth in the league. So, I mean, this is a really big opportunity for Cleveland to show that they are a real team and they're just not, they're not, they're not frauds here, you know? I mean, obviously Baltimore is going to lock in. They have Lamar Jackson, you know, arguably playing the best football right now. But I think this is a really good opportunity for Cleveland to come out and say, hey, until we get the shot, Watson, we're, you know, we're not, we're not just going to roll over. We're here to play football. So Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, we're locking in Cleveland Browns. Time to beat up on Atlanta. They're dirty birds for a reason. Lay the Browns on them. Okay, so it looks like we all riding with the Browns on that game real quick. Let's get into the Seahawks and Detroit. The battle to be 500. Just one of those matchups this week. Seattle has won four straight of these games against the Lions. But I believe this time things are going to change. TP, roll me in with some stats, man. Let's see what's going on here at this Detroit-Seattle game. I'm like Connor. I mean, not Connor. Um, <laughs> Trev, highlight me with some fantasy stats right now for the Seattle-Detroit game. Yeah, so let's take a look at it. So the uh, Detroit Lions, you know, they are a little banged up at the moment, but not too banged up to not walk out of here with the win. So You've got their wide receiver one. He's actually um, been listed out for this week. Um, that's Amara St. Brown. Um, but there's another receiver who I think that could really go off this game, and that is uh, Josh Reynolds. So Josh Reynolds, he played uh, with Jared Goff, quarterback of the Lions, uh, when they were both in L.A. So they have some chemistry. Um, when Amara St. Brown, uh, Brown, when he went out with his injury uh, last week, you know, he's a little banged up. He did return to the game, but Josh Reynolds, um, he really kind of took over that particular game. And, um, you know, he, he got a lot of targets. So I think that'll be Jared uh, Goff's guy going into this game. I do think that, um, you know, Seattle has a terrible defense. I already look at them as, you know, pretty much bottom of the league. And, um, you know, I think that the people are still underrating the Lions. Um, to only be minus four favorites is, I, I mean, I think they beat them by at least a touchdown. Um, and I would still take that bet if um, – you know, if I saw that minus seven or so. So the spread is at minus four. Um, I would definitely take that. It looks like the running back is going to be out this week. Uh, they're running back one, which is um, DeAndre Swift. 
The backup is uh, Jamal Williams, and he's been playing pretty good in fantasy. So if you got him, I probably would start him uh, definitely in this matchup. Um, I think their other receiver, DJ Chark, he's definitely got to look at. I think he's a little banged up, but he's another receiver I would definitely start with uh, with uh, Amara St. Brown on as well. So Josh Reynolds, Amara St. Brown, uh, DJ Chark, and look at Jamal Williams. I mean, I think these players definitely going to play really well. He's still got TJ Hawkinson there. Um, he's a great pass, um, great receiver. So I definitely think um, that he could be someone to look at uh, on the Detroit side. But, yeah, Seattle, um, they play okay when they play at home. But uh, the Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons just beat them at home. I do think that uh, with them traveling to Detroit, uh, this is the second time Detroit's been favored in a matchup um, outside of the Commanders game a couple of weeks ago. And um, that was the first time they had been favored in uh, quite a while. And, um, you know, they handled the Commanders um, pretty easily. They did take their foot off the gas for a little bit, but they, uh, you know, came back and uh, you know delivered the Commanders their first loss as the Washington Commanders. So I'm definitely backing the Detroit Lions to, uh, to win and uh, cover the spread against uh, the Seattle Seahawks, who are just not that good of a team. They're not a good defense at all. They're bottom, you know, three team in this, in this league, in my opinion. So um, I'm definitely looking at them for sure. Uh, absolutely. Um, and the Lions just lost. They just lost. Um, and we know they can come back after a loss and cover. So I'm taking, I'm taking the Lions minus four. You know, I mean, the Lions are scoring a lot of points. They're averaging 31 points a game. Versus Seattle's 15. Geno Smith probably is not going to bring enough to the table. I think Jared Goff is going to recover this week. <clears throat> um, the Lions are missing their running back, obviously, DeAndre Swift. Um, but I do I do think they still have enough to take out this Seahawks team. I don't think the Seahawks have enough to, you know, take Detroit out of their element at home. So Just I, to add on to that, um, my bad, TP, but Detroit covered last week too. They played the Minnesota Vikings, and I think they were six-point dogs in that matchup. They had the lead with the opportunity to win that game. Unfortunately, they kind of fumbled that game away, but they still covered the spread. So, I mean <laughs> – that was a division rival. I know those games can kind of go either way. Six is a pretty high spread for a division rival, but I mean, all the data is there. I mean, they, they come back good after a loss and I think that they are feeling themselves a little bit. They're favored, you know? So yeah, I, I look for that. They cover games, man. These guys cover. <clears throat> I mean, for what is worth, Detroit does look like a decent football team this year. They're not nowhere near what they've been in years past. So they were like, you know, the, uh, the slouch, you know, people just look at them as a doormat. And like, oh, we're going to get this, this yeah. easy win in Detroit. So I think Detroit is going to have something to say. Um, I do think they beat the Seattle team and just keep moving. One more well, thing I want like to add I got one more. I got one more thing. So uh, I found this interesting stat. Pete Carroll has not won a game in the Eastern time zone since 2020. That's not a lot of time. Wow. It's only two years, but he's not won a game in the Eastern time zone since 2020. So just a a little tidbit, a little fact. Yeah. That's an interesting stat right there. I think that'll continue as we all do, I believe. We all are back in, looks like, the Lions here. Let's move on. Let's move on. We got the Titans. We got the Colts. We got the Colts with the – do y'all see um, – are my eyes – do y'all see those standing? One, one, one? Are we, what, are we, what, the, what are we looking at? What is, what is that? It's an anomaly. That's crazy. An anomaly. One, one, one. What – what, let me ask you guys this. What category are they going to fill two with first? I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that Jonathan Taylor shows up. It's, it's ridiculous to me. He's supposed to be the best running back in the league. He's only got two. I mean, 286 yards is not bad, but only one TD. 
61 carries, but Derrick Henry himself, two TDs, 192 yards, 54 carries. I think one of these running backs gets back into shape this week. Um, Matt Ryan is still Matt Ryan, but he is struggling this year. So is Ryan. Oh, here comes the blitz. That's oh, he wants insane. that quarterback. However, I do, I do like the Colts here. I do like the Colts here. I just don't think that the Titans have enough on the offensive side of the ball to beat the Indianapolis Colts. I'm picking the Colts. Well, uh, Trevor, you got any fantasy talk for us here? Any prop bets we can look at? You, you, any anything good for Jonathan Taylor this week that looks like it could hit finally? I'm not going with any props for this game, but I like the Colts as well. I think the spread is currently sitting at three and a half. I like that. Uh, one of these teams has to win, <laughs> and I definitely think the addition of uh, some of the Colts' defenses, pe- defensive pieces coming back this game. Um, lead to a Colts victory. Um, the Colts started off pretty bad. They did just beat Kansas City, so they're coming off a high. Normally, I don't like teams uh, coming off a high, especially in a matchup that everyone expected them to lose against the Chiefs. Um, I was on the Colts to cover that spread uh, for sure last week. I think most of the world was definitely on the Chiefs winning. But, um, yeah, it just it's just one of those things that happens any given Sunday, right? But um, I did think the Chiefs had a chance to come back in that game. Obviously, I think the uh, game ended on the turnover and an interception, I believe. So um, it's one of those things. But um, it was a pretty high high for the uh, for the Colts. But I do think that they still beat the Titans uh, coming into this week. The Titans just have nothing going for them. I mean, they have Derrick Henry, but that's about it. They have nothing in the passing game. Uh, I expect them to run Henry, run him a lot. But I think the Colts have more defensively. They have a little bit more um, – Defensively and offensively than uh, the Titans. So I got to ride with the Colts. And I'm going to take the spread. Now, the Colts, they haven't beaten this team since 2020, that first game, week 10. But, you know, I'm going to have to agree with y'all. I think the Colts can come in here. I think they can fill that win column with the number two instead of the lost column or the tie cost. You know, I think, I think they can come in here and get this win. Maybe a seven, you know, 10 point win here. So it looks like we all going back to Colts here. Let's let's see what we got. What we got on tap next? We got the the Bears and we got the Giants. I really, I really yeah. want to see Justin. I really want to see Justin Fields succeed. I don't know if it happens this week. The Giants got a little bit of a dog well, fight with, you know. Well, I'll tell you this: both these with. teams got new coaches, new head coaches, new GMs, and and both these teams are looking at a three and one, a potential three and one start you know, barring a tie, a potential three-and-one start. I mean, these guys have came in there, and they look to be turning these franchises around. I mean, I, this is very interesting. The Bears are, you know, historically a very solid defensive team. I mean, Saquon Barkley looks to be, for what it's worth, Saquon Barkley is looking like Saquon Barkley. He had that cutback against us, was like 40-plus yards for a TD. He looks good. I can't. I, I don't want to say it, but I mean, I like the way Saquon Barkley looks right now. Um, unfortunately, Sterling Sharp. Um, I'm sorry. Is his last what's his last name? Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard. Towards ACL, so it's unfortunate to see that. But I think the Giants are a little bit more potent on offense, and they may get back in the win column this week. I think the Giants get back in the win column this week against the Bears. Uh, Trev, you got any? Fantasy outlook for us, any prop bets, any any type of thought on this game? 
I was a betting man, I go with Chicago, um, plus the three. Uh, New York's playing at home. They're coming off a loss. But I like the Bears here because people look at Justin Fields and they look at, oh, well, he's not passing the football. So how are they winning games? Well, if you look at the past few games they played, I think they played San Francisco week one. They won that game. People didn't think they'd win. Uh, they played Green Bay and what most people thought would be a complete shootout. Justin Fields came about like, you know, an inch close of covering that spread in that game. He was rushing the football, almost put it in for a touchdown, which would have covered the game. I do think the refs are a bit funny about that. I think he kind of crossed that line, at least to my eyes, and they would have covered. Um, last week, who did they play? Chicago. Um, you got that, Hefe? Who was there? Uh, last, last week they week? played the Texans, and they, they won by a field goal. They won by a field goal. So – the Bears are winning football games. Um, people don't really understand how unless you watch them, but they have really great run blocking. If you watch them, they run block excellently. Uh, David Montgomery, um, you look at Khalil Herbert. I mean, these guys are just getting off. I believe David Montgomery's out, so I think Khalil Herbert will definitely get the start. Um, these, Justin Fields can run all he wants, but passing, they have done this man a disservice. They have not given him uh, pass catchers. They have not um, – the the pass blocking is, is horrendous, so – um, he struggles with that, but I do think that they can win. They're a defensive team, um, you know, like you guys said, and I think they have an opportunity to win this game. Three points is, you know, pretty good, um, and I, I, I take Chicago to, uh, to cover so, that for sure. So here it is, Trev. Here it finally is. Me backing you instead of TP. I'm going with the Bears too. I might even money line them on Sunday. I think they're going to roll in there, and the Bears are just going to destroy them. Last season, they beat him 29-3. That was without Justin Fields. That was He didn't even play. I think the Bears will go right into New York and show New York who's really that team. And that's my take this week. Let's get into the next game, though. We got the, we got the Jags and we got the Eagles. Now, the Eagles, unfortunately, they're looking real good this year, real unfortunate. But this is Doug Peterson's homecoming. He's coming home. He's coming home to a team that he took all the way that we didn't think we'd ever see. At least I hoped I'd never see. And not only that, he drafted this quarterback that's 3-0 and right now. He's the guy that put this guy in position. TP, you got any, any take, any stats for us here? Uh, so Jalen Hurts, four TDs, one interception, 916 <laughs> yards. He looks really good right now. He's not turning the ball over. He has a new target in A.J. Brown, who is really filling out his role. Looks like the number one receiver, but we cannot forget about Devontae Smith, who was really shining. He had a big TD last week showing off, you know, head top, head top. Out in D.C., the commanders don't look good. Miles Sanders playing good football as well, 222 yards, one TD. Uh, but we can't forget about Trevor Lawrence, six touchdowns, one interception. You kind of think of the Jacksonville Jaguars like the joke of the league, but Jacksonville's like, hey, we're, we're no slouches either. Um, unfortunately, I do think Philadelphia gets this game. But, you know, new acquisition Christian Kirk is giving Taylor, um, sorry, Trevor Lawrence a little bit more room to throw the ball. James Robinson really getting active as well and out of the backfield. So it, it, it's going to – I think we're going to get a, a, a high-octane game maybe out of this Philly-Jacksonville game, but I do think Philly gets the win here, unfortunately. I mean, what? was The spread is six and a half. I, yes, I think sir. Jacksonville, I think Jacksonville covers that, but I do still think Philly gets that win. 
Okay. We got the Jags on the cover. Okay. They're both averaging um, 28 points a game, so it's going to be interesting. Philly's actually giving up 16 to Jacksonville's 13. So who knows? Jacksonville may pull it It could upset. be a shootout I, here. We, I, I'm looking for a shootout. I'm looking for some we could really see good a shootout football. Here. I'm looking for some really good football at the 1 o'clock game. I know we're not going to see it because Dallas has to play the Commanders. The Commanders are coming to town. But if we know anything, it's going to be an exciting game. This this could be a very exciting game. And, you know, TP, I'm going to tell you this now before Trevor even speaks. I'm backing you 100%. I think the Jags will cover this game. I think they're going to come into Philly. I think they're going to play real well. Lawrence has been playing his ass off already. I mean, they they lost the first game of the season. But since then, he, he's been doing his thing. He's been getting done. He's 2-0 and since. I, I, I just – I just don't see him – I don't see him losing yet. Not yet. No, no, no. But we'll see. I think, I think, I think Philly runs I – I think Philly runs the table right now. Philly Philly is eating in the NFC East right now. They're just eating through the NFL. But we are coming to town soon. We are coming to town soon. We'll we are coming. Later. We'll have to see. But um, real quick, I mean, I know we, we need to get some props and we need to get some fantasy. And I know Trev's been itching to talk. My bad. T- me and TP been taking over. Let me let you speak. What you got for us, man? Yeah, so I like the Eagles in this game. I just can't bet against them right now. I mean, they're super dominant. I mean, we just watched them beat the Commanders uh, pretty handily. Uh, Jacksonville is on the rise, though. Uh, they're looking good. I know it's six points, but I do think the experience um, from this coaching staff will just uh, push them over, get them a win. Um, Trevor Lawrence is in the second year. He's got a new coach. I think it's, you just got to look at um, – you know, it's only his first year in the system. You know, they're playing well, but it would have been better if it was their, you know, second year in the system. So I got to go with the team that has a little bit more um, experience, a little bit more everything. I understand it can be an emotional game for the Jacksonville head coach, uh, Doug Peterson, coming back, um, you know, to play his former team that he coached for, that he won that uh, Super Bowl for. So it's a pretty emotional game, but I do think that the Eagles defense, uh, the Eagles offense are just going to overwhelm this team. Six seems pretty high, but I do think they'll walk away with the win and cover as well. You know, Philly, Philly is smoking the Jag. Now, now, before I say this, Trev, I, I know I'm back in TP with the Jags plus six, but I hope you are right because I did take an early bet that's active right now on the minus six. So we'll see what happens. But for this purpose, I, I right now, I like the Jags. Doug Peterson homecoming. I like the plus six. Uh, moving on, we got the Jets. I, we got uh, the Steelers. I, I Another battle you. to be 500. F-A. Zach Wilson's return. F-A. I'm sorry. Can I just can I just briefly say um, shout out to the Philly fan? We, we we don't we don't shout out any Philly fans. I know. I'm sorry. Special shout out. Special shout out to a special Philly. But fan. for this for this, I will allow it. Thank you. I will allow it. Shout out to the I'll allow it. Now, let's get into the Jets and Steelers. Battle to be 500. Zach Wilson. Lover, Zach Wilson is back. Let's He's back. Go. Milk Hunter Zach now, Wilson. Hide your, hide your moms. Hide your moms. <laughs> on the you other side, though, better hide this, could be, this could be Trubisky's last game as a Pittsburgh Steeler. This could be potentially his last call. Let's call it the curtain call, if we will. What do you know that we don't know, please? What I don't know is, I mean, well, what I know is he's not looking good. People are calling for this man, uh, what's his name, Pickett, Pickett's to come in. They're calling for him. 
I heard it. I heard it. I don't know if y'all watched last game, but they're calling. They want him in now. They don't want to wait any longer. Trubisky, you're on the hot seat. I'm telling you. Tomlin, he's four and four against this team too. So Trubisky, you you better make that five and four. You 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 better find a way. TP, give me some stats real quick. Well, the Jets only score 17, where the Steelers are scoring 18, but they're giving up 27. Steelers are giving up 22. Uh, not a lot of offense from the yards, but the from the Steelers side, but the Jets are averaging actually 390 yards per game. Uh, Joe Flacco, big AFC North guy, going up against his former divisional rival. I think Joe Flacco might. Oh no, Joe Flacco's uh, not playing those. No, back, I think no. I think we should give Joe. We should give Joe one last <laughs> chance. Let Zach press it out. Let let Joe get one last curtain call. Just like you said, Mr. Trubisky. Yeah. <laughs> give Joe one last curtain call, man. Let's get him one last chance. But um, I mean, realistically, if Zach Wilson is starting, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he's going to be ready. I don't know if he's in game shape yet. You know, coming off an injury. Um, Najee Harris, forty carries on twenty-eight yards, one TD. I don't know. I, I think the Steelers, even though without without TJ Watt, I think the Steelers get this dub here. I think they just beat up on the Jets. Zach Wilson needs to be sent back to the bench or go chase Mills, do whatever he needs to do. Bring Joe Flacco back. Why not, man? Let, let Joe get some love, man. Let Joe get some love. Broadway <laughs> Joe. Broadway Joe 2.0. Why not, man? Why not? We'll see. Hey, maybe Zach Wilson might go down. They'll throw Joe right in. Ah, no, don't. Just, 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 you know, hey, hey, Zach, chill out. Joe knows what he's doing here. Just sit him to the side. Let Joe be the guy. Maybe he, <laughs> hey, can, Trev, find you, you, Maybe he can find a chick somewhere at the bar. If the Pirates are still playing, maybe he can go to a Pirates game or something. You know what I mean? Let him chill out. Let him relax. <laughs> Trev, you got, uh, Trev, you got any fantasy take prop bets for us in this matchup? You looking at anything with Zach Wilson's return? You like his yardage? Anything? Yeah, so let me let me, let me start with this. Um Zach Wilson has been out for uh, about four weeks. He got injured early in the preseason, knee injury. I think it was MCL sprain, and he uh, just hasn't, hasn't been playing. Uh, it's been Joe Flacco's show, and uh, Joe Flacco, I mean, he showed up against Cleveland. He really showed up against Cleveland. Uh, they did their thing, um, but it's time. It's time for Zach Wilson. It's time to show that draft pedigree. It's time to show why the New York Jets spent the second overall pick, I believe on him, why they think that they can, uh, he can lead this team to the promised land or at least a better record than uh, last season. So um, I'm, I'm going to go with Zach Wilson. Um, I believe they are three-and-a-half-point dogs. Um, I do think that Trubisky's on the hot seat. I agree with you. He has not uh, really proved that he is up to the task of really leading this team. Uh, yes, they beat the Bengals in you know, a dramatic fashion, but that was really down to a kicker issue more than anything. Uh, they lost to New England. Uh, you know, this team really just needs to uh, just just insert something different in there. I know there's a rush to get picket in, but they signed Trubisky in the offseason for, you know, some money. They put some money on him, so that is why he's getting the play. There's no rush to throw the rookie out there. Like, you know, what if he stinks it up? You know, they don't want that necessarily. So I think they're kind of just letting Trubisky kind of do his thing, and then eventually, um, you know, they'll, they'll throw the rookie in there. So uh, my pick for this game, like I said, is definitely going to be uh, the Jets. I'm looking on that side, uh, plus the three and a half. Uh, nothing official, but that's, you know, if I was a betting man. Uh, from a fantasy standpoint, I look towards Tyler Conklin. He has seen, seemingly been uh, Joe Flacco's guy. Um, 
along with Garrett Wilson. Uh, I know Garrett Wilson got a little banged up, um, but I want to see if Zach Wilson still utilizes uh, Tyler Conklin uh, going into this week. There's no, we have no way of knowing. The preseason didn't give us much, so this is just really going to be, um, you know, we're just all hoping that he just, you know, throws to these guys. We just don't know. I wouldn't really start anyone from a fantasy standpoint. Maybe the tight end um, gets you some points, maybe a touchdown. Um, he's been playing really well. I don't think his production drops off uh, too much. But Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson are very different players. So, um, you know, so you got to look at it like that. But yeah, I look, I look for the for the young guy to get in there and show show some more life to this offense. I got to go with the uh, with the mill punter, uh, Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Trev, I gotta, I gotta back you up on this one, and and let me just let me just tell you why. Back yeah. in 2020, this man made me a lot of money at BYU, and and I like him to make me a lot of money this week too. Okay. Jets, Jets, Jets. I'm gonna call my I'm gonna call my boys dad, and I'm gonna just Jets, Jets, Jets. We getting this money this week. I like it. All right. Let's. J E T S Jets. Let's get into uh let's get into another one. We got the Chargers and we got the Texans. Sexiest quarterback Char- in football, Justin Herbert. <laughs> the Chargers look to hit 500 while the Texans look to 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 get their first win. God damn. I mean, I'm 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 sure the Texans wish it was still preseason. They went undefeated in preseason 3 and 0. What happened to this team? Who are where are they? Who are they? CP, you got you got any stats for me? Justin Herbert has seven TDs to two interceptions, whereas Davis Mills, three TDs, two INTs. I know Davis Mills is your guy, right? Davis Mills I shout out my black quarterbacks. Yes, sir. Is he black? No, he's not black. Uh-huh. I know it. <laughs> I had to make him think. Well, Keenan Allen is out, but we're, we're you know we're we're gonna get some Mike Williams love. Um, Has he been ruled out officially? Yes, Keenan Allen. As of right now, Keenan Allen is still out. So, um, look for Carter to get involved. Look for Mike Williams, DeAndre Carter, Mike Williams get involved. Get some love going on. Um, I do believe the Chargers handily beat this team. The Chargers let me down last week. The Jaguars stomped them out. So. I'm sure the Chargers wake up this week and they come ready to play. Um, I don't believe Eckler's out, so I think Eckler gets some love. But Justin Herbert returns to being the sexiest quarterback in football. See some lot, a lot of dimes, a lot of moving the ball around. I think the Texans just lay down here. It's going to be a blowout. I'm going blow blowout Chargers. Blowout Chargers. Yikes. Hey, Trev, you got – with, with that being said, so who on the Chargers do you have for us on, on fantasy props, anything? Should we take any of them? Eckler? I'm on Um, So the charges are interesting because they're beat up on defense. Uh, Justin Herbert did not look like he should have played uh, this past week. He's obviously still hurt. Uh, I believe he uh, had some broken ribs going into this game. But as for this, as for this game, I mean, it's really tough for me not to want to go with um, – Chargers uh, to win, but in terms of the spread, I mean Houston's been good at this stuff. They they've been covering spreads, man. And um, as a betting man, I'd I'd look towards the the spread, the plus plus five and a half. I mean, you look at the Jaguars that came in there. We don't really know how good the Jaguars are. Um, they lost to the Commanders, um, but they made it a you know a good game. 
And then they came in and, you know, they they beat the Chargers. And um, who else did they beat? The Jaguars beat another team because they're 2-1. and one. Who did they just beat? Uh, they beat who? Let's see. Indiana. Indianapolis. They beat Indianapolis, and they and they uh they yeah. skunked them. It was twenty four to zero, I believe. So, you know, you you got a team that uh that's that's impressive in the NFL. They are all professionals, so the fact that uh he was able to come in and do that is uh you know pretty impressive. But I you know I look towards Houston to cover. Um, I definitely think the Chargers can win. I do worry about the health of this team overall. Like I said, some of their defensive pieces are missing. Um, Keenan Allen is out. Um, it looks like it's yeah. going to be uh Josh Palmer. Uh, the the Mike Williams show essentially Austin Eckler show um, he hasn't really stunned recently but I think uh, it could be a return to uh, to greatness the Ch- Houston Texans led a lot of yards um, on the ground rushing so I do think Austin Eckler has a chance to uh, get active in this game on the ground I like the Texans to possibly cover but I, I definitely see a Chargers win I don't think that they uh, allow themselves to lose this football game the Texans have just been in games and they've managed to cover spreads could be a backdoor cover. They could be beating their butts all game, and then they just kind of come in and, you know, just just score some uh, some key touchdowns. You know, they let their foot off the gas. Um, I do think LA has some weird coaching uh, stuff going on. They always lost close games last year. It was, it was pretty weird how they would lose close matchups. So um, I'm gonna go with the Texans to cover. Nothing official, but um, I like them. I like them to cover. I like LA to win. No, uh, no, no other fantasy stuff really. Okay, okay, okay. Very interesting. I'm gonna I'm have to back the Chargers on this one. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with TP. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say. I think Herbert's gonna going to destroy these boys this week. Uh, the Texans just. I think they're starting to tank. I think this is just their year to just go downhill and just make, they. They might go. Oh, what is it? Sixteen and one now. Yeah, I believe or no seven whatever it is. However, to get to whatever numbers of games they got now playing, but. I don't. I don't know if they'll pick up a win. I mean, I'll look at their schedule later, and I'll have to determine that. But I, I'm back in the Chargers blowout win. Uh, let's get into this last one o'clock game, which to me, I don't know how this is a one o'clock game. I mean, this this deserves prime time. All eyes need to be on it. We got the Bills. We got the Ravens. The 2018 seventh and thirty and thirty second round pick. These t- these two quarterbacks, they've never faced each other in the regular season. Can you all believe that? But, however, hold on, there's a but. They have played each other back in 2020, divisional round of the playoffs. Buffalo will win that game 17-3. to I believe Lamar got picked. And that's how – that's how, that that was a wrap. TP, you got some stats for me? So, J.K. Dobbins is expected to make his first start this week in the season, um, coming off an injury. He didn't start last week. It's the second game, but he didn't start last week. Oh, he didn't start last week. He didn't start last week, but yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, he's, so he's actually getting his first start this week. Um, and another interesting stat, the Bills, I believe, ran – they're the only team in NFL history to run 50-plus more offensive plays against their opponent and lose. Um, I know they ended up losing on a botched um, time management situation last week against the Dolphins. But I truly still believe that the Bills are the best team in football. Um, Justin Houston will be doubtful this week for the Ravens. Um, the Bills, I mean, they're averaging 30 points for and then 13 against. You know, they're giving up only 13 points a game, whereas the Ravens are giving up 26. But they're scoring 33. Lamar Jackson, arguably the best quarterback in football right now, going up against Josh Allen, 9 TDs, Lamar Jackson, 10. 
And Lamar Jackson is definitely up in the top five, top 10 for rushing yards as well. Um, it's just going to be a very hard game to pick. Um, I don't know. I think Buffalo is going to show why Buffalo is the best team in football this week. I think this will be the first real test for Lamar Jackson. I think he does pick up, even though they um, I mean, they gave up that last – not last game, but the game against the Dolphins where the Dolphins come back, came back. He excelled. I think Lamar actually might slow up this week against Buffalo. I think Buffalo gets this win. Um, don't quote me on that, gamblers. So, But I, I do have the confidence in the Buffalo Bills. I think they're just the best team in football right now. Buffalo on paper – both offensively and defensively, just dominate. They just dominate the game in all aspects. I'm picking Buffalo this week. Okay, we got one for Buffalo. I'm going to have to back you early on that. I like Buffalo, too. They, I know they weren't as dominant as they were the first two games last week, but I think this is their bounce-back week to get it right, get it tight. I think they go into Baltimore and they, they get it right. I'm sorry, Lamar. I, maybe next week. Trev, you got you got any fantasy for me? Any any props? Yeah, let's any let's start time? with let's let's start with a little uh breakdown I wrote up. So uh this is the game between the two MVPs at this point in the NFL. So you got Josh Allen, you got Lamar Jackson. If you ask me, Lamar Jackson is the MVP of the NFL right now. But Josh Allen would be number two uh in my voting. So um, you know, for the first three weeks of the season or so. So the Ravens, um, you know, we just saw them last week. They picked apart the one with the defense. Uh, New England has a pretty good defense, terrible offense, but pretty good defense. And, um, you know, they hung 38 on Miami, um, which also has a pretty good defense as well, even though that second half was uh, was a meltdown by <laughs> by epic proportions, uh, Miami coming back and winning that game. Um, you know, but Baltimore um, has a lot of injuries right now in secondary. Um, their bottom three NFL defense and yards per play allowed. And um, I'm going to get to my pick in a second. Uh, I just want to state this fact. I'm not picking either side to win. I do think that the Bills probably have the best chance of coming off a loss where they probably could have won uh, in the final seconds. They just didn't have an opportunity to uh, spike the ball and um, kick a field goal. But let me give you some interesting facts here. The Ravens, uh, the last two games, have flown over the total. And um, I see that as a trend. Um, Buffalo definitely has a better defense, uh, but they are getting injured as well. Um, offensively, the Bills, you know, they've hung 31, 41 points first couple of games, and they moved the ball just last week, like 500 yards. Um, they just couldn't get into the end zone. So interesting fact, the Buffalo Bills have only punted four times in three games. That's incredible. Like everything has been points or, you know, something like that. So uh, field goals are touchdowns. So the fact that last week they went 500 yards and, you know, they lost that game and it was a low, you know, just not a high-scoring game. Uh, if you told me that uh, offense went 500 yards and they scored the points the Bills did, I'd been like, well, what happened, <laughs> you know? It must have been turning over in the red zone. Um, and that is one of the things that happened. So um, I'm actually looking at the total in this game. I believe it's set at 51 right now. I look for um, over 51 points. Uh, like I said, Baltimore's defense, uh, they're not as great in years past. They'll be up. The Bills defense is also a little beat up. Josh Allen, he seems like he's, you know, upset. He's angry. You know, he wants to be, um, you know, winning more games. He's upset how they lost uh, the previous week. So I look for this game to easily go over the total. Um, I like the Bills. I don't want to necessarily stick to that point because I do think that 
um, games uh, the Bills play, they either blow their opponents out or they lose close games. They don't really win close games. Um, so it's tough to say because, you know, the Bills could blow them out and or they could lose. You know, they don't really have that track record with Josh Allen where they um, they win very close football games. So um, my pick is neither for the for the side. But for the total, um, I definitely think this goes over 51 points. Uh, yeah, definitely a trend that I see. Are you calling for a tie? It might be a tie, man. It might be a tie. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I think that the Bills win. I'll say that. I think the Bills win. I'm I'm writing I'm writing that down. I just want yeah, you I think, to know. I, I think that's your, I think that's they your locked in pick. And I, I and you know, I win. understand why you don't want to fully commit because the Ravens are your second I, I get I understand. Oh, I there's understand no way the Ravens are a second team. There's no way the Ravens, I understand where he's coming from. Team. I understand where he's coming from. This is from the heart. He doesn't want to do it, but they might get destroyed this week. We have not seen Josh Allen after a loss this year. You know, um, they just lost the first game last week. We don't know what this team is going to look like. I mean, they look like to be in midseason form after the first few weeks. I mean, the opener, I mean, goodness, they destroyed LA, you know, and they broke a historic trend where the Super Bowl champion normally covers the first game of the uh, season. They just look excellent. They look to be a very complete team, the most complete team in the NFL, uh, you know, as far as my eyes can see. So it's interesting to see how that team will react coming off a loss. Um, and I just, you know, Baltimore won, you know, they're fat and happy, so to speak. You know, they just won a game. And, um, you know, looking at someone who's hungry, more hungrier, I think. So we'll see. F.A., is this a bloodline thing? I'm not a Ravens fan. I'm sorry. No, I'm not talking about the wrong guy. Oh, 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 with just, them too? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 100%. Okay, 100%. I just wanted to clarify because yeah. when it's I heard just, you say that, I was just a little taken aback. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They It's concocted in their head, brain, brains, waves all like together in this. It's thing. in the That's blood. It's in the blood. It's, it's in the blood. Non contact. It didn't get, you know, it didn't always get all the way in mind. So, you know, I'm not there with them. I couldn't. I can't, you know, I'm not, I'm just not there. You know what that is? That's non-contact CTE. <laughs> <laughs> you all got jokes. Non-contact. Uh, you all got that's jokes. Wild times. Well, I, it looks like Trev really likes the over in this game. Me and TP, we going back to Bills minus three. Trev don't want to say it, but I know he 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 he's going to take the Bills minus three, or he might just not take anything. He's probably just going to watch the game. But let's I'm get into this over. I'm taking that over. Yeah, I know you will. Let's get into some 4 p.m. matchups. Let's start it off real quick. They got us with the first game, the Cards and the, the Panthers, the last battle to be 500. The Panthers have owned this matchup over the uh, over the last four years. Since 2019, uh, these teams have played once per year, and the Panthers have just dominated them. I mean, I can't even believe what I wrote down on this paper. They put up 31 points per game, a minimum of 31 points per game in the last four years on this team. Let me say that one more time for clarification purposes. A minimum of 31 points on this Cardinals team in the last four years. That's insane. Kyler Murray, what are you doing? Are you going to wake up this week? Playing Call of Duty. That's what he's doing. He's playing Call of Duty. I mean, this is the battle to be 500. Kyler, wake up. Look, on the, on the I am – on the I am Ath- on the I am athlete podcast, Shady McCoy let let Kyler Murray know he's trash, and I mean that that was the whole conversation in the off season. He doesn't watch film. If he does watch film, he's just skimming through it. You know he he every 
every time there's a double XP weekend on Call of Duty, follows it up with a loss. You might know, as well go play baseball. You might as well just go play Call of Duty. Twitch, Twitch.tv. Well, yeah, Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. There I'll you subscribe. go, Twitch. I'll subscribe. You I won't. see you running around like a little toddler with I won't. in your mouth that you're not supposed to have. Either Trev, play break the tie. Will you subscribe? Well, I, I'll, I'll subscribe for sure. I know you will. Trev, will you subscribe? Not subscribe. I do that. Okay, well, I'll be the one to say I will not be subscribed. He will not get a penny out of me. Yeah, I need this man to make me some money on the football field. I'm not here to pay him to watch him play video games. I I'm here that. to put money on the Cardinals to win football games, which is why I'm back in the Panthers this week. TP, a, you got some stats a, for me? If he has a 2.0 KD ratio and he's not using an aimbot, you're absolutely subscribing. I know you. Don't even mm-hmm. lie to yourself. Don't even lie. Christian McCaffrey is, is expected to play this week. So, And interesting enough, for all my gambling fans – Matt Rule seems to be losing the locker room, and there's odds plus 225 of him being the first fired NFL coach. So for all you gambling folks out there, just pay attention to that. However, with that being said, yeah, I think we went with the Cardinals. I think I like the Cardinals here. I don't, I don't you know, Kyler, he's a wild boy. And I picked, I picked, um, what's his name? What's the old boy's name? I, I forgot him now because I picked him for uh my playmaker. And he just let me down. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. You're in the dust, buddy. I don't even think about you anymore. I'm going with the Cardinals win this game this week. But Kyler, consider twitch.tv. I'll subscribe. $5. I got you, buddy. I might have, yeah. a, I might have a time. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even do it if it was a dollar. Trev, you, you got any prop bets though that I could take with my dollar? Man, man, so much to get into here. So Kyler Murray, I think he's classified as a professional game. Come on, Kyler. He plays Come on, he Kyler. plays with uh he Come plays to the with, money, uh, baby. He plays with Bronny Jr., you know, LeBron James's son. I believe they're part of Faze clan. So I mean this dude is a is a pro and he's been stated as saying that, you know, playing video games and you know the types of games he plays helps with his reaction uh time. So it helps him when he, you know, starts to you know scramble and run around like a like a TP to like a toddler, uh, just out there. Um, and I think he's probably right. I mean, I think, you know, games like that kind of help your reaction time or just like, you know, uh, anticipation at the very least. Um, but in saying that, you know, there's no way I can back Baker Mayfield. Uh, last week I did. Me and Hefe talked offline and um, they were two point dogs at home to the uh, New Orleans Saints. And I was just like, man, like if they don't win this game, like people are moving the job. They're getting fired. Matt, yeah, it's, it's over. And I was just like, dude, this is the game. They have started the season with zero wins. They're going to beat the shit out of the, the Saints. And that's exactly what happened. So I took them plus two um, last week to win uh, that game. I also took the money line. Opportunity was just there to me. Um, but this is a new week. Uh, the NFL is, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's an every week type of game. And I got to go with the Cardinals. So I actually took the Cardinals earlier today. Um, not today, yesterday, actually, uh, plus one and a half. Uh, you know, you're basically asking them to win at that point, but just to be on the safe side. Took them plus one and a half in case there's any uh, shenanigans or whatever. But uh, Baker Mayfield has not played good. Um, <laughs> I just can't be laying points with them against Kyler Murray. So let me give you some additional uh, stats. Christian McCaffrey, whatever they say, he's not healthy. He seems to have a new ding, a new injury uh, every single week. He's always on the injury report, even if he gets cleared to play. Um, yeah, so let me let me let you know something else. Uh, Kyler Murray, he's special. I don't care what you guys say about him, the homework clause. The dude is special. Um, I do think that. 
I do think that this team as a whole definitely has some missing pieces. Um, so let me let me get into some stuff. So the Cardinals, um, you know, they've been owned by the Carolina Panthers as of late. But if you look back to last year, I believe Colt McCoy was the quarterback the last time that uh, these two teams played each other. Now, Colt McCoy has been a, you know, for the most part, a journeyman, a career backup. You know, not exactly the guy that you expect to you know, win football games. You just expect them not to lose them. So I kind of want to throw that game out a little bit. Uh, so let me give you some other interesting stats. Uh, the Cardinals have a reverse home road, um, you know, type of, uh, you know, record. So they are 0-8 and eight against the spread the last eight home games, but they are 9-2 and two against the spread um, the last 11 road games. Uh, meanwhile, Carolina, uh, they have precious little home field advantage. They are 0-7 and seven straight up and against the spread prior to last week's win and cover against a banged-up, you know, Saints team, like I mentioned. Um, and that was a game Carolina tried to give away multiple times. Um, I remember watching that game, and I saw the spread increase. It started at plus two, went up to, like, plus four and a half. And I, I took that, too, because I felt confident still. Um, but the Panthers, this this organization, this team is in disarray. You've got players. Um, there are rumors about the coach has lost the locker room at this point. I know they just came off a win, but it was their first one of the season. Um, DJ Moore was being interviewed today, and they were asking him about, you know, why aren't you on the same page as Baker Mayfield or the, or the offense? What's not clicking? And DJ Moore all but said Baker is trash. I mean, it was all in his face. It, I mean, yeah, it was just – he just seemed to be disgusted. Uh, look that video up. I mean, he, he just – he had no words. If you remember last season, um, Odell Beckham Jr.'s father – I think he put out some clips of how bad Baker Mayfield was his decision making mm-hmm. just to show that it was not his son who uh, was messing up. And I think, you know, that argument's already been made. Odell, you know, switched to L.A. midseason and he won a Super Bowl. I mean, if not for the injury. I mean, I think he would have had a great uh, Super Bowl. Um, nonetheless, they still won that team uh, greatly. You know, Odell helped that team a lot throughout the playoffs, throughout the end of that regular season. Baker's done. I, I just don't think in the NFL, whatever it is, it's just not clicking for him. Carolina, uh, since I have made that bet, I think they've come down to like a half point favorite. So it's pretty much a pick game. But in this type of situation, I got to go with Carolina, not Carolina. I got to go with the Cardinals. I mean, the uh, road record with them, nine and two against the spread, their last 11 road games. That's just the trend that I'm willing to get behind. Uh Baker is not as talented as Kyler Murray. It is what it is. If you watch their games, they pretty much stunk it up. I know TP had him as the playmaker of the week, week one, and I thought that could potentially be his best game. <laughs> and after that, I just I predicted kind of a downward trajectory. Even the game they won last week, he was not the reason for their win. He had like one touchdown. I don't think he had even 200 yards passing. So it's one of those things where I just, I just don't see it. I'm all over the Cardinals on Sunday. Cardinals plus one and a half. Cardinals – Plus half a point, Cardinals money line. They're gonna win. This what game. about Cardinals minus one point five? That's what FanDuel got it at right now. Oh, so it, it. it's gone up. It's gone up. So, like I said, I took them at plus one and a half yesterday. I would take them at minus one and a half uh, for sure. I'm looking at it right now on FanDuel. They're minus one hundred two on the money line. Yeah, I would take it. I think people are so caught up on the past history of these teams, but. There's a lot of locker room drama, chaos going on. And don't forget the hurricane. You know, this game is being played in North Carolina. Um, I'm sure families, uh, friends, all that type of stuff, neighbors or whatever, people, players are worried. They're rich, you're famous, but, you know, they do have loved ones. They do have people they care about that are in these areas. I think that that team will be more focused on what's going on with their friends and their family, 
dealing with the weather conditions and things of that nature. It's a psychological, you know, aspect to this game. So um, I, I definitely look for the Panthers. I'm not actually saying the Panthers, the Cardinals to uh, be dominant in this in this game. Uh, oh, no props for me. I'll be a lone wolf. <clears throat> no props. No props. No props. Okay. Um, well, we got we got two other uh, 4 p.m. games. Let's get into one more real quick. We got the um, Packer, uh, Packers and Patriots. Mac Jones' status looks to be up in the air. We got Rodgers coming off the Battle of the Goats. That's uh, and uh, let's see. I think I think Aaron Rodgers they they got this spread. It looks like minus nine and a half. Whew, good God! I think I think he'll cover that. I think Aaron Rodgers at home. I think he'll I think he will come in now. He'll get the job done at home. TP, you got any stats for me? Maybe you can convince me to move the other way. Well, no. So actually, the Patriots did rule Mac Jones out, and Brian Hoyer will be the one starting. After <clears throat> with thirty nine career starts, he is sixteen and twenty three versus Aaron Rodgers, and it looks like ESPN has the Patriots. I'm sorry, the um, Packers at an 88.5% win percentage. So look for Aaron Rodgers to beat up on Bill Belichick this week. Um, Aaron Jones is going to get busy. Um, David Bakhtiari, big 69 guy. You know, he's, he's well-balanced, well-balanced, if you know what I mean. Um, he's going to be returning for the first time this, for the first time this season. And he's turned, he turned 31 this weekend. What? That's kind of weird. Cause I'm older than that guy. And he's like three times my size, but Hey, big 69. Let's get fancy. Um, yeah, Packers eat this eat this team alive. There's no way. Now we're Brian Hoyer manning the hunt. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. No, I just don't see it. No way. I understand no that Belichick is a coach is a coaching genius, the Flake Gate. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think the Packers, unfortunately, I'm a big I'm a big um advocate for any team playing against the Packers due to he caught it because he did catch it. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he steps away from the Caleb Presley interviews and plays football. I think he does play football this week and the Packers play. Trevor, you got any fantasy look outlook for us? Any prop bets? Man, nothing, nothing on New England side, man. I mean, it's it's really tough to say. I mean, you've got Brian Hoyer, who has been, you know, seemingly the Patriots' backup quarterback for several years, even though he has not been on the team every year. But he always finds himself back there and Bill Belichick's – uh you know, house, but uh, I got to back the Packers on this one. I definitely think the Packers win this game. I don't think that they blow them out, though. I think people are just a little bit focused on, like, oh, man, you know, Mac Jones is a star. What, what was Mac Jones doing? Yeah, he's made a few throws, but, you know, he has not been the deciding factor uh, for New England's uh, wins or the games they've, you know, kind of kept close. Um, you look at the game last week when they played uh, the Ravens. Um, of course, he got injured in that game. But coming into it, I believe he had a back injury. Um, the week before, he suffered. Uh, he got hit pretty hard um, throwing the football. And, uh, you know, it looked like his back folded on him. So, I mean, he was already banged up coming into that football game. I don't think that, um, you know, the quarterback is is definitely going to, you know, ball out. But I do think that it's a little bit of an upgrade just because of Mac Jones' injury status, how he had been playing. Um, I think it'll be surprising. I think we think of too much about, oh, it's Aaron Rodgers, but okay, it, it's against the Patriots defense and Brian Hoyer against the Packers defense, which you know aren't world beaters at this point. I mean, they they played well, but uh, these are both running football teams. You know what I mean? Um, 
they don't have a – I couldn't name a wide receiver one out of this group. <laughs> you know, like there have been some games where they, you know, played well statistically, but, I mean, no one views them as true wide receiver ones. We know Devontae Adams left that team this offseason. Um, I look at the New England Patriots as a collection of wide receiver twos and threes. You, you know, you just don't have, a, you know, a guy. You've got Jacoby Myers and Devontae Parker. I mean, they're guys. I mean, you know, they're not – Nothing, but you know they're guys. They're not true wide receiver one. So um, I think it'll be a lot of running the football in this particular game. I do think nine and a half. I think it was up to ten, ten and a half at one point. That's a lot of points. It's a professional football game. Um, it's a lot of points. Even if you're playing in Green Bay, so you look at Chicago when they played them, who everyone just knew that they were going to beat out, and they came very, very close to covering that spread. Justin Fields was about an inch away from getting that rushing touchdown. So. Um, I like to back the Patriots plus nine and a half in this game. I think everyone is putting money on uh, Green Bay. And I do think they'll win, but I think they'll win by like seven points, not uh, nine and a half necessarily. Not an official play for me, but that's just how I see the game. Uh, nothing from the fantasy standpoint. I, I just think it'll be, a, you know, kind of an old school football game. You know, guys just uh, running the football a lot. Okay. Okay. We got me and TP back in, back in the packs. And, and Trev back in those points. All right. Well, let's get into the last 4 p.m. game. We got the Denver Broncos and the Raiders. What's real surprising is Raiders spent a lot of money this offseason to get a guy to be 0-3. I mean, that, that's, that's really interesting. They're 0-3 after going out and getting a real number one receiver. How is that possible? Can they find a win against Russell? I don't know. But I'll tell you guys this real quick. The Raiders have won four straight games against the Broncos. And they won six straight home games against them. Do they finally get this win, TP? Let me see. Give me some stats. Let's see what's going on. I think Devontae Adams is regretting his decision. I mean, yeah, the weather's nice, and he's close to his family. But, I mean, what, what, are, you really, what are you really looking for? You know, you give up a chance to play with Aaron Rodgers to play with Derek Carr. Um, Russell Wilson, 743 yards, but he only has two touchdowns. They dropped a bag on Russell Wilson for him to be very mediocre. Derek Carr is turning the ball over a lot. Um, Josh Jacobs running the ball a little bit. I mean, realistically, there's a lot of injuries on the on the Denver Broncos side. Hunter Renfro is ruled out this week for the Las Vegas Raiders. So I don't know. I, I I think that Denver should really get active. Um, maybe Judy actually catches the ball in his hands, um, revert back from being stone. I do think that the Denver Broncos should win this game. I don't think Las Vegas comes back to form. I think that the Raiders are going to you know, just get the job done, keep it moving. I'm sorry. I think the Denver Broncos are going to get the job done, keep it moving. A little bit of word, word mix-up. But, yeah, I think Russell Wilson – you know, aside from all the conversations with Sierra in future, I think Russell Wilson really steps into where he needs to be, plays good football, and they win the game. I think Denver wins this game. Okay. Trev, how are you feeling about this? You got any any props, any any yeah, fantasy me, outlook for us? Let me let me start with this. You know, Devontae Adams got a payday because of Aaron Rodgers. You know, he played in Green Bay. He was the number one for a few years. Uh Devontae Adams was what a fourth or fifth round pick, something like that. Maybe I don't know. It might have been a third round pick. Either way, he got paid because of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers made this guy look good. And he is good. He he got better along um along the way. But 
him going to Vegas was all about the money. He had no idea what Aaron Rodgers was doing. This guy's talking about, I might retire. I might not retire. I don't know if I'll be here. No one's got time for that. He was trying to get paid. I don't blame him. He's one of the highest paid receivers, if not the highest paid receiver in the NFL currently. And I have to back Las Vegas. They are 0-3. They are going to get a win on uh, on Sunday. Nope. Uh, I don't think the, the NFL, I don't think the refs, I don't think <laughs> they are going to let uh, the Las Vegas Raiders go 0-4 in Vegas of all places. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Russell Wilson has, if you did not, if he did not have Wilson on the back of his jersey, you would not think that he was a future Hall of Famer, uh, Super Bowl MVP, all that type of stuff. So I don't have any props for this game. I'm looking at the game on FanDuel right now, and it's actually blocked out. <laughs> um, has lots everywhere. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders were minus two favorites uh, in this particular game. Last time I checked, and that was yesterday, uh, they were minus two and a half. But, um, yeah, it's, it's since changed. It looks like it's changing because it's blocked. You can't see anything. So I do think uh, some funny stuff is going on. I think a lot of people are probably on this game. So I got to go with the Raiders. They have not won a game. Uh, they were supposed to beat the Cardinals a few weeks back, and they all but, you know, folded in half like a lawn chair against them um, in overtime. So I got to back them. Russell Wilson has played like crap. I don't think he plays better, um, too much better. And I think the refs, I think the NFL just wants them to uh, – to get this win, you know, get the monkey off the back. And I think they'll be focused, extra focused to do so. Travis, this is this is my first gambling experience right here. Yeah. That the bro- I, I'm going to bet you that – bet this $10 I have in my pocket for that uh, Twitch subscription. I'm going to bet right. you that, that the Broncos – This is the first live bet that, that he's actually taking? This is insane. I'm, I'm and I get a, to witness this? I'm, I'm placing a bet live right now, $10. That the Broncos beat the beat the Raiders. Are you willing to accept my bet? Let me wait, wait. Before you guys accept terms, are we are we doing the minus two spread or is this just a straight up win loss bet? Uh, this, uh, I mean, minus two is pretty small, but I, I mean, I think they cover. So let's let's do the spread. Let's do the spread. It's minus okay. two. So Trev spread. got minus two. Yeah. TP got the got the plus two, and I'm gonna tell you this, y'all, right now. I'm riding with Trev. I think you. I think you're gonna be paying up real soon, TP. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you my uh, my cash app information. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you my cash app, bro. You might want to send it. Go ahead and just send it to him early. So you guys, you guys think the Raiders are gonna win? There's no way these guys go going for the fix is in. The fix is in. It exactly. There is. There is. There is no way in hell that's all right. Let's do it. Let's do a virtual shake. There we go. Virtual shake. Here it is, fellas. Before we get into the to the nitty gritties games. All right, so with all that being said, we finally got a first bet out of Ant. This is wild news, breaking news. Oh, my God. Oh, my I'm God. Sorry, I'm sorry it's going to be a loss, Ant. I really am. That's, that's Yeah, this is not a great way to start your career off. I am. Yeah. I, I I do apologize, but I, that, I don't I that, at the I same time. I want that $10 in pennies. Pennies? Right. Yes, pennies. Fair enough. All right. Well, that wraps it up for the four o'clock games. Looks like they they're only giving us three this week. That's that's crazy. Let's get it into some Sunday night football. We got elite quarterbacks going at it for the sixth time. Overall, Brady is three and two in this matchup, but he really only wins when it matters in the Super Bowl and the playoffs. He's two and zero oh against them, but Mahomes is he's two and one in the regular season against Brady. I mean, TP, you, you got any extra stats for me? 
So the Kansas City Chiefs are averaging 29 points to Tampa Bay's 17. However, there is a stark difference in their defenses. Um, Kansas City is giving up 22. Tampa Bay is only giving up nine. Um, this is their first meeting since the Super Bowl two years ago where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did beat up on Kansas City to get their championship. What was that, number seven for Mr. Brady? Oh, real quick, let that be known. How many – does it does it show you right there how many TDs Mahomes threw in that Super Bowl? Because I want to hear it. Or you, off the top of my off the top of my head, I do not remember how many TDs. Zero. Big 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 zilch. Now does it now does it show you on there how many interceptions he threw? How many did it too? Okay, all right. Zero to zero to two. I let's, mean let's ooh. talk about the present let's talk about the present day. Mahomes has thrown eight TDs to one interception. Brady only three TDs, but one interception. Now Brady is getting his number one receiver, Mike Evans, back. He may also be getting Godwin, Julio Jones, and Russell Gage. So there's going to be a lot of offense for Tom Brady to get to. Um, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and Harrison Butker are both questionable. Um, Kansas City is putting up a lot. They're, they're moving the ball a lot. Tampa Bay, not so much. But, I mean, really, that Bucks defense, they held Aaron Rodgers, four-time MVP, to only 14 points. Now, usually when you hold a guy like Aaron Rodgers to 14 points, you get the win. But, again, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Tom Brady was missing a bunch of players on the offensive side of the ball, so they were only able to score 12 points. Tom Brady's going to be re-equipped with a lot of offense, a lot of receivers. He's going to have some targets. I mean, he's getting a little bit older, but he still looks very effective. Again, best quarterback ever, maybe. Some people would say the GOAT, I think. Michael Jordan is the GOAT in American sports, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Um, I think that the Chiefs with CEH, um, I think the Chiefs just have a more well-balanced, more high-octane offense. Now, I could be wrong. Tom, if you're listening, relax. Calm down. Go back home. Be a family man. It's your time. Just do your thing. Let the young boys, let the young boys get active, okay? It's all right. It's going to be a family man. I'm trying to be a family man myself. Are you listening to me? Look me in my eyes, Tom. It's okay to be a family man. I'm trying to be a family man myself. It's all right. Humble yourself. You have seven rings. Relax. Don't get hurt out there, okay? It's a-okay. <laughs> oh, great, great, great. Trevor, you got any 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 fantasy, any any props for this big, huge matchup? Man, let me let me let me talk about uh, just just the sides in this game and just overall like who I think is going to win. So, Mahomes versus Brady, a classic matchup. I mean, you can't miss that. Um, the Bucks are going to be playing in Florida and Tampa Bay. It was reported that they may look to find a neutral site for this game uh, to accommodate the Bucks uh, due to the hurricane. But uh, they have already announced the NFL that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be playing at home. So. You know, that's exciting. You know, they were able to play at their home stadium. Um, I think the Hurricane pretty much avoided uh, Tampa Bay for the most part. But back to the game. So Patrick Mahomes, the last time he played Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl. We all know the result of that. Uh, they got spanked pretty badly. And um, they haven't played each other since. I'm sure Patrick Mahomes will want revenge. Um, and I'm sure Tom Brady would love to get another win over, over Patrick. So the way I look at this game – I got to look at the defenses. Uh, you mentioned, Hefe that the Kansas City Chiefs are kind of giving it up um, these past few games. And the Buccaneers, I mean, their defense is elite. They have one of the best defenses in the NFL. Um, when you look at uh, the week one game, the Dallas Cowboys uh, versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 
the Cowboys were uh, basically stymied. I mean, Dak Prescott cannot get anything going against this defense, and I don't think it would have changed if Cooper Rush had started that football game. I mean, people be- beat up on Dak Prescott, but I do think that defense is really just that good, um, and Dak Prescott could not get anything um, you know, going. It was the first game of the season, but he just could not get anything going. I do think that Buccaneers defense is that good. I want to take Tampa Bay minus one. One of these teams, one of these quarterbacks is going to be uh, is going to have two games losing in a row. I don't think it'll be Tom Brady and the Bucks. I do think they find a way to win. Um, I, I look for like, kind of like a close, uh, low-scoring game for the most part. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have not really allowed uh, too many points to be scored in their matchups, and I look for them to do the same thing. You watch how the Colts kind of handled the Chiefs offense last week. Um, it was not a particularly high-scoring matchup. And they ended up winning that game, of course. Um, but it kind of came down to the last uh, last throw of the game, Mahomes to interception, uh, kind of a tip ball. I do think the Chiefs are in position to win. But I got to go with the Bucks. They're playing at home. I know a lot of players are kind of distracted by what's going on with the hurricane and a lot of their families in the state of Florida. But I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady here. Um, he kind of just owns Patrick Mahomes, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, Mahomes is, is facing a very, very tough defense. So, I don't think that his repertoire of receivers are just going to be able to, uh, you know, produce uh, like they have in years past when they had Hill as well as Kelsey. I think Kelsey would be just fine. But, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. They don't really have a running game either. Uh, and Tampa Bay is known to have a very stout, uh, you know, uh, run defense. So uh, you got to run the ball in football games to win. And I think that'll be the key difference maker here. I like Tampa Bay. Well, you know, you guys keep bringing up this whole 2020 Super Bowl season, right? Yep. But there's one thing you guys aren't talking about with that season. Mahomes beat him that season, week 12, in Tampa. Yeah. He beat him that season. Let's not forget. He also beat him that year. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm Personally, me, I think the Chiefs go into Tampa and get the win. Brady don't look himself. That defense looks good. Don't get me wrong. But Brady don't look himself. I don't know if he can get the job done anymore. It might be time for him to pack it up, go say hi to his kids, and try and get that, you know, wife back. I, I, I definitely think Brady should, should go say hi to his kids. But um, flashback to that 2020 season, um, the Bucks in that year, they were not very good in the first half of the season. I mean, they were kind of um, about a 50-50 team. After their bye week, uh, at some point in the middle of the season, they were a completely different team. They went on a serious win streak. They just got the game together. Um, Tom Brady looked to have adopted more of what he did in New England um, in terms of, you know, short passing plays um, to wide receivers as well as running backs out in the flat, basically doing the Tom Brady way, but in Tampa Bay. So uh, prior to that, he was uh, – Bruce Arians had him throwing, you know, it's just like, you know, go big or go home. You know, he was throwing these, you know, deep passes when they didn't really have to. I mean, look at Jameis Winston in that same offense that year or the year before – he had like 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Not really good. But if Jameis could throw 30 touchdowns, you know, with that offense, you know, imagine what Tom Brady could do. All they had to do was kind of adapt to how Tom Brady had been doing things for the past, you know, 18 years or so at the time in New England. And they did that. And at that point, you know, they really started to win football games. And of course, the ultimate outcome was them winning the Super Bowl. But uh, prior to that, um, they lost to Kansas City. And that was just one of the games that they just, uh, you know, um, you know, just couldn't get over that hill. But, I mean, overall, they I think that was one of their few losses um, after that bye week. You credit that, but he only played four games after that, and two of those games were against the Falcons. So, really, he only played three teams. He dominates the Falcons. He's never lost. 
He played Detroit, who sucked, and he played the Vikings. Kirk Cousins sucks. So, I mean, it's I know it's Tom, but and then after that, he went in the playoff. He 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 played Washington. Yeah, like he got it. Those first couple games were easy. Now he got to some real competition when he went and played the Saints. I'll give you that. Then he played Aaron Rodgers. He beat him. I'll give you that. And then he, you know, those last three, I'll give you those. Yeah. But before that, I don't know. I mean, that's I a very know. respectable last three. That's a very respectable very last respectable three. But before that, three. I don't, I can't give him those. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm still going to back Brady at home. I know it's tough. I know it's Mahomes. I love Patrick Mahomes. Amazing player. But I want to go with him just because the Bucks defense, not not so much Tom Brady, but because the Bucks defense has been so good. They're really good at uh, you know what they do, block stopping the run. Kansas City has no run offense. They really just don't. I mean, they they do a few run plays, but that's it's, it's like for sits and giggles. You know, oh, we ran the ball. <laughs> you know, I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire last week he had seven rushes for zero yards, but he had a touchdown though. He had a receiving touchdown. So. I just don't think they generate anything on the ground. I think, well, when it's all said and done, they're going to have to trust Mahomes to throw the ball. And, yes, he can throw it, but that's not all you can do in a football game. you got to run the football at some point. Yeah, that is that is very true. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see if, if defense or Mahomes prevails. We'll have we'll, we'll just have to see on, on Thursday when we, when we do our next episode. But let's get into some Monday night football. We got Rams, 49ers. Now, last season, the Rams had to beat this team to go to the Super Bowl. But the regular season 49ers are a completely different team. They've dominated this team for the last, I believe, three years, going a strong 6-0 against this franchise. Personally, for me, they're at home. I believe that goes to 7. TP, you got some stats to convince me that it goes to 6-1 instead? So, prior to the NFC Championship game last year, Kyle Shanahan was seven and three against Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan had actually won the previous six in a row. Um, this 49ers team actually looks a bit different with Jimmy G. The the Rams are averaging 20 points this season for their team, but they're also giving up 23, whereas the 49ers are scoring 16, but giving up 12. I think they score a little bit more with Jimmy G. I think that entire offense looks a lot different with Jimmy G running the offense as opposed to Trey Lance. Nothing against Trey Lance, but Jimmy G is a little bit more experienced. Um, Rams had a little bit of a dog fight last week with Kyler Murray, the little toddler, just running around eating candy. But, you know, the Rams end up scoring a th- late third quarter touchdown with Cam Akers. And they're putting the game away. Um, I don't know really how I really feel about this game. I think Kyle Shanahan does kind of return the form. They're both coming from the Mike Shanahan tree from, you know, out in Washington. Unfortunately, the commanders, sorry, the Redskins commanders, however you want to call them, they couldn't really get it done with both those quarter, with both those coaches on their on their coaches' staff. Because realistically, these these coaches, they both went to what championship games, Super Bowls. For some reason, that that front office, that whole team is cursed. But that's a different conversation for a different day because it is "quote unquote" Dallas week, so we're gonna get into that a little bit later. Um, however, I do think that Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, um, I think those boys just get the 49ers out of here. Um, Kyle Shanahan, for what it's worth, excellent coach. For what it, he, you know, he, he's been out coaching Sean McVay. But I just don't think that the 49ers have enough to beat this Los Angeles Rams team coming up with the Super Bowl. I think they're kind of gelling at the right time. 
and they're going to get it together, at least in this last quarter of the first season. I mean, the first the first quarter of the NFL season. Okay, okay. Uh, Trev, you got any any fantasy outlook, any any prop bets for us, any, any inside information? Yeah, Kyle Shanahan, as of late, has really uh, owned this particular team. Um, I got to go with them for this matchup for sure. Um, it's tough because the Rams defense is still really pretty stout. I mean, they've still got, um, you know, 99 Aaron Donald. They still have, um, you know, Jalen Ramsey. Um, they have a good team defensively still, really, really good team. Matthew Stafford has just been, man, this guy just turns the ball over. Um, he scored a lot of touchdowns last year, but he also threw a lot of interceptions. So, I mean, look for him to turn the ball over when it matters. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what he does. But, you know, Cooper Cup, um, he's had good games all season. I mean, last week he didn't score a passing touchdown, you know, receiving touchdown, but he managed to score a rushing touchdown. So I still look for him to be good, uh, you know, when it counts, when it matters. Um, but for the 49ers, I mean, they just managed to get it done, it, you know, there's nothing to it. They just happen to do it. Now, the 49ers are out. They're uh, top running back. Um, um, Elijah, what's his last name? Mitchell. Still, Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, he's still out. Uh, I believe Jeff Wilson is uh, considered their starting running back along with Debo Samuel. So, I mean, <laughs> this, this offense is uh, it's really good. I do think that, you know, uh, it's, it's, you know, with Jimmy Garoppolo, it's a little bit more stable than with Trey Lance. Only because of the Trey Lance, you know, like you're looking towards the rushing. Um, with Jimmy Garoppolo, you're looking for the passing. I mean, this guy is just going to, you know, sit back and be a pocket passer where Trey Lance, he, he could do either one, essentially. But um, he was a bit stronger in the rushing side than the passing. So, uh, Jimmy, he's had practice in his offense. I think Kittle's back healthy. He didn't have a big game last week. But I would have to go with the 49ers in this game. Uh, absolutely. Uh, no particular props or anything like that. I just uh, – Kyle Shanahan just seems to know what to do when he's playing against this team. Okay, okay. So, got the lone wolf over there, TP, back in the Rams, the Super Bowl defending champs. Me and Trev back in the 49ers on this one. The long-standing one. This week. Excuse me? Zesty Jalen Ramsey gets a pick this week. Ooh, okay. One or t- is, is, it, is it one pick or two? I mean, he might pick – never mind. I'm not going to say it. I was going to say But um. Is that see Jalen Ramsey gets a pick this week? Just one. Okay. So, guarantee one pick for Jalen Ramsey. Well, we'll see what happens. I still think the 49ers, even with that Jalen Ramsey pick, will get the dub. So, that wraps it up for Sunday Night Football. We'll get to a little around the NFL. Zach Wilson returns, as we mentioned earlier. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, We'll see what happens with him. Mac Jones says, don't count me out, but it sounded like TP said he's counted out already. Yikes. Can the Raiders avoid this 0-4 start? I'm 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 very curious about that. I know we we brushed on it. I mean, it's this is gonna be very interesting. Bill signed a veteran uh corner in uh old Vikings player named Xavier Rhodes. Oh Galladay, the re- the receiver off the Vikings. I mean, I'm sorry, the receiver off the Giants, Galladay said, you know, basically go ahead and trade me. If he if he's not getting a big role, he wants to be out. I say trade the man, let him go. Let him be. Let him be a bum on some other team, because that's what will happen. And one last thing, I I want to discuss with you guys real quick. One one last thing I got. How do you guys feel about this Pro Bowl? No more. Pro Bowl? No more. We will now see flag football and the skills event. Trevor, you got how how you feel? 
I like I like I mean I think I think I think it's great. I mean, people have been complaining to fans for years that the Pro Bowl is, you know, what it's it's worthless. I mean, you've got, you know, just guys throwing passes and you know, no one's gonna hit them, no one's gonna defend them. I mean, for a uh Pro Bowl all-star game, whatever for the NFL, it doesn't make a lot of sense because you know, we want to see people, you know, get hit, we want to see people play real defense, all that stuff, and that's just not gonna happen in the Pro Bowl game. Um, so for the NFL, I think it's kind of a waste. The NBA is a whole, you know, different, um, you know, game for All-Star. But for an All-Star game in the NFL, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I'm fine with the skills challenges. I've tuned in some of the skills challenges in years past during that, you know, Pro Bowl weekend. And some of them are pretty interesting. You really get to see, like, these guys are just true athletes. I mean, they're just, like, you know, just different. They're, the you know, 1%, 2% of us in terms of what they can do, uh, you know, skill-wise. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know what the reaction will be. They said the numbers for the Pro Bowl just have not been great, so I think this will be an experiment. I do think that definitely in the first year, people will tune in because they're you know it's all been about like get rid of the Pro Bowl, get rid of the Pro Bowl. Well, now they've done it, so there's no Pro Bowl. So I do think more people will tune in this year uh, just to see how interesting it will be. Um, so I'm I'm interested because uh, you know the NFL and all the sportsbooks have always put out you know different prop bets even for the Pro Bowl. I wonder if they will do something like that for the skills challenge, because for me, I look at it as like, okay, lost revenue for the books. You know, this was a game where, although it was, you know, just for fun, you know, they, um, they had bets on it. So I wonder if there will be stuff for, you know, flag football. I think that's really interesting. I think it could be entertaining to watch for sure. I'll be tuning in. Definitely. I'm sure you guys will too, but yeah, I want to see it. Uh, the pro ball just wasn't doing it for me, but I think flag football should be interesting. Of course, you run the risk of still getting an injury because, you know, guys are running around. You never know when something could go. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, if you can't tackle, you might as well pull someone's flag. That's what I say. Yeah, T- TP, how you feel about this now? We, we ain't getting no pro bowl no more. How you feel? Uh, so I, I think it's exciting that the skills challenge is kind of um, like when I was a kid. And they, you know, they have the quarterbacks, like, who has the strongest arm, you know, just doing different drills like that. So that's very exciting. Um, I would hope that we can maybe get some, like, one-on-one drills, you know, like receiver, like best receivers versus best cornerbacks. That would be very exciting to see, like, some blocking drills, best lineman versus best DN or, you know, D-tackle. That would be fun to see. Um, flag football. I mean, I'm indifferent about that. I mean, my dad used to play flag football, so I've seen that. Like, been there, done that. You know what I mean? Um, but I, Pro Bowl itself is kind of dry. Last time, you know, we saw some good Pro Bowl action with Sean Taylor, rest in peace, blasting Brian Mormon. That was some good. That was really good to see. Yeah. Just, Great just Pro Bowl action. But I mean, the Pro Bowl for what it's worth, it's a big marshmallow event. You know, these guys are there. Nobody really cares about it. They're just there to get the accolade. But you know, everybody wants to be at the Super Bowl, so. Yeah. Personally, I, I, I will tune in for the skills challenge. Am I going to tune in for flag football? Probably not. That's, that's up in the air. Yeah, like if I if I, if I want to go see flag football, I'll go watch one of my boys play flag football. <laughs> I'll watch him play flag football. Like I'm, not, I'm not tuning in to watch professional athletes who should be smacking play flag football. <laughs> I've got things to do with my time. <laughs> Now, uh, before we get to the next little segment, do y'all have anything else around the NFL that caught your eye? Uh, aside from Tua's brain being a cornfield, I don't know. Oh, Rihanna doing the halftime, doing the Super Bowl halftime show. That's, That's right. Um, Put it on, Rihanna. Yes, sir. Gonna be, she's not even gonna be like performing music. She's just gonna be like selling Fenty products. She doesn't make music. Anymore. 
<laughs> Yo, one time we need we need a shout out for Mr. Jay Z. It's gonna be ASAP Rocky out there. She's gonna send her husband out there or the father of her child out there. We need, we need we need a shout out for Mr. Jay Z, Mr. Sean Carter, because he's been doing a great job since he took over this uh this NFL you know media entertainment thing. Um, it's been reported that um it was Rock Nation, Jay Z that you know made this happen, and you know Jay Z took this position a few years ago, and uh, he's been doing pretty good with the picks he's had. I mean, look at last year's Super Bowl; like no one would have thought we'd be able to get you know the uh, Dr. Dre, like you know Eminem, Fifty Cent, like all these guys, like Snoop, like who would have thought you know the Super Bowl? That was really that, cool. that was so, wild. When Fifty was, hung upside down well, for in the club, I was very excited. I was like, "Oh, I was." I like, felt like a kid again. I'm yeah, not gonna seven, lie. I felt I like a kid again when I saw that. Fifty on the screen. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, I, re- <laughs> I remember when I halfway looked like that." The six. I remember when I burnt <laughs> his CD. That's back, you know, back in the CDs. Kids don't know nothing about that. They don't know nothing they, about that. They, they don't, don't know, know nothing great. about that. Yeah, that They're all they're all in the titles and the Spotify and the Apple Music. Exactly. They don't know nothing. They don't about know nothing that. about. It's so that. easy. <laughs> Nowadays, yeah, but Jay Jay Z's been doing a great job with the entertainment. Shout aspect. out Jay Z. I mean, yeah, I think Brianna was an excellent choice because you know she hasn't. We haven't seen her, you know, perform. We haven't seen her live doing these things. We've seen her do everything but you know do music, and that's kind of like what we grew up uh, knowing her as. And then she's got hits that everyone knows. You know, everyone knows a Rihanna song. I mean, she's been around for so long. Um, I think that'll be an exciting game. It'd be, in- I mean, not a game event. So it'd be interesting to see who she. Brings out as a guest. Um, you know, we talked about uh, her child's father, ASAP Rocky. Um, that would be interesting for sure. Um, yeah, but I think she'll, you know, probably put on a really cool event, probably have a really cool collaborator or two uh, come out to perform a song with her. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It'd be good entertainment, I think so. Um, Jay's in a really good job. I don't think he misses here. Yeah, that'll be very interesting to see. Well, obviously, we'll have to wait till February for that. What if, we, um, what, if we, what if we get her and Dua Lipa together? Get her and Dua Lipa do music together? No, nah, just perform at the halftime show together. That would be very interesting. I think if we get someone, they'll probably be like a Rock Nation like artist. Like honestly, I don't know. I mean, like I noticed there's like a theme with when Jay selects someone. So if you look at last year, I mean, it was all West Coast. You know, this year it's um. You even had Kendrick. I don't know how I forgot Kendrick, but um. You look at this year and it's um you know Rihanna like who else would align with that? I mean Jay Z himself, but I don't think he'll be performing. I think you know he did Umbrella with Rihanna, but um I know yeah. I know I, I think I was telling TP this before. I know Travis Scott was on tour with her before, but I highly doubt Jay Z's putting him on the big screen. Nah, Jay Z's. Yeah, I mean he's he's slowly getting back outside, <laughs> but they're not putting that man on. They're uh, not putting that outside. man on. Oh, but he's geez. been on there before. Remember a few years ago when it yeah. was the when it was the Rams, I think the Patriots. Like Travis Scott did the halftime but, show, and they did. But they Travis did that Scott skit. now, he's no, not getting on. Not. <laughs> I have my own opinions about that. Um, you know, but I will say that for another time. You know, in terms of that event that you know happened, uh, with him, but. Yeah, I mean, um, I doubt Travis Scott would be up there, mostly because he's done a Super Bowl performance uh, before, and then the fact that you know there's still some, you know, reserve, you know, feelings, sentiments. I think there's ongoing lawsuits, you know, just like civil suits, um, you know, what what occurred there. I just don't think that. I don't think anyone's going to hurt at Super Bowl, but you know, it's just one of those things where you don't even want to put that out there. It's just not a good look. Um, I don't think. Allegedly, All right. Ashley. Well. Okay, we're 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 gonna end the around the NFL right there on that. Rihanna, we'll see you in February. 
That was a crazy comment right there by TP. But getting back to TP. (laughs) But getting back to TP. TP, I know you gave us a playmaker earlier, but now is your official time to log in. TP, playmaker of the week. The floor is now yours. It's it it it's still we're still at Nick Chubb. We're still Nick Chubb. We're still tapped in with Nick Chubb. He is going to run all over this Atlanta football team. The Cleveland Browns have a very big opportunity to become first place in the AFC North. Um, again, once again, eighty nine point four PFF rating. Nick Chubb is going to be player uh, player of the week. And I think that this is going to be the first week where I'm actually telling you all the truth. So if you're going to bet, if you're going to start him in fantasy, Nick Chubb is the guy, 1,000%. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to be like the true playmaker, snort a line of cocaine. Just kidding. I won't do that. Okay. Now we're going to wrap it up right here. Because <laughs> <laughs> now the real TP is standing up. This is insane. Look, me, 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 and Michael Irvin. You know, we have some things in common. Wild times. Um. So, with that being said, with that name being said, let's get into why we're here, what we really care about, what we bleed, what we wake up to see on Sunday. I'm talking cow boys football. Yes, sir. Cooper Rush, in Rush we trust. You heard it on Thursday because we trust him. This man has a chance to make Cowboys history. The first Cowboys uh, quarterback to go 4-0 and as a starter. Not even Dak, who went on an 11-game win streak his rookie season, did this. Not even Romo did this. Nobody. But in Rush, we trust. TP, you got some stats for this game? I mean, realistically, we're not we're not gonna get too much in the stats because, you know, it's 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 Dallas week. You know what I mean? So I don't, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, we're we're gonna save the stats for the the Kevin Sheehan's, the the uh, Brian Mitchells, you know, those guys, they're big stat guys. Um I mean, realistically, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a low scoring game. I think that the commander's offensive line. They're not really prepared. They're a little they're they're just trying to find something, trying to put it together. I mean, realistically, we could talk about Michael Parsons, Tank Lawrence all day, all night long. But realistically, there's gonna be a lot of guys that are gonna get involved. You have um Dante Fowler who who's teaming up with his former coach Dan Quinn coming back. You know, he, he's trying to get get a little bit of resurgence in the league. Dorrance Armstrong recently signed a new contract to fill a void with Randy Greg Randy Gregory gone in Denver. I don't know what he's doing. He's probably getting high. But I mean, he's in Colorado, so you know he's just doing his thing out there. I mean, realistically, the Cowboys defense. We're going to get a lot of sacks. I think we're getting a lot of sacks. We had thirty-five pressures last week against um, the New York Giants offensive line is in shambles. So I think that Carson Wentz is going to be it's going to be really frustrated really really quickly. I mean, they're playing against Philadelphia. What they recorded, what, nine, nine, ten sacks last week. Uh, most sacks from NFL across the board. I think that Michael Parsons is going to get really active. There's going to be a lot of secondary players going to get really active because they're going to try to double down. They're going to try to kick him out. 
But I mean, that just that just opens up the door for a lot of other defensive players on our defensive line, our front seven. Um, Trayvon Diggs is probably feeling hungry. He doesn't have too many interceptions this season. Carson Wentz is prone to turn the ball over. He does fumble a lot, but I mean, he's going to try to get Terry McLaurin involved. The Dotson kid, he, I mean, for what it's worth, I'm not going to disrespect that guy. He's, he's been pretty involved. He's been pretty involved with this red, this commander's offense. But I do think that we're just going to control the game for what it's worth. Um, Zeke is in pretty good shape right now. He's not injured. Going to have a little bit of thunder and lightning going on. Zeke is going to protect Cooper Rush. And for what it's worth, when we're looking at Kellen, when we're looking at Kellen more the way he's calling the play, calling these plays, he's calling these basic sets for Cooper Rush, but he's delivering the ball. Him and Noah Brown have a really good connection going on. CeeDee Lamb, I'm not going to lie, very frustrated with him early early in the game last week, dropped the ball, then smiled, tapped his chest like it was a joke. Like, dude, we're, we're playing a divisional opponent, and you just think this is a game. Granted, saved himself 1,000%. Do I think he's deserving of the 88? Not so much right now. Um, you know, a couple Cowboys fans, you know, we've had conversations about CeeDee Lamb. He, you know, whenever I talk shit about CeeDee Lamb, he decides to show up. So I'm going to tell you to talk shit about CeeDee Lamb. Hey, if you're going to drop a ball in the first in the first half, make sure to make make up for it in the second half, okay? We're in Dallas, but, of course, it's Dallas week. What do they say? We want Dallas. Is that, is that what J-Ron Kirst did? I mean, I don't yep. think they really want Dallas right now, given the circumstance in our defense, really high, high octane, really fast off the ball. I don't know how we win this game or, like, how much we win this game by. I do think that we win this game for sure. Um, I think we win this game from Galvin Escobar. Rest in peace. So I think I'm going to be really involved. Sorry to the Commanders fans out there, but I think that we we beat up on this team. I think we beat up the Commanders, and we look forward to next week and then Philly soon. Hello, Philly fans. We're coming. <laughs> Trevor, you got you got any uh any fantasy outlook for us? Any 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 prop bets? Man, Anything this I game be knowing about this game is going to be one in the trenches. Uh, to me, you look back last week. Uh, TP mentioned it. How many times? Excuse me. The Eagles were able to get to the uh the Commanders' quarterback Carson Wentz, and you know they, they there's nothing they could do. I do think that Dallas has a slightly better uh defense than the Eagles. Um, I'm looking at some stats right now. So for this season, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have 12. Uh, Dallas Cowboys have 13 sacks on the season. I think they increased that total. Nine was a lot. So they definitely, uh, Philadelphia definitely increased their numbers uh, pretty heftily uh, last game. But man, if, if the Dallas Cowboys get after Carson Wentz, even close to what the Eagles did, let's say they get seven, there is no way that <laughs> that they walk out of here with a win. Um, and rush we trust. I said that last week. Uh, that's our new motto. Uh, you know, that was last name, the name of last week's episode. But I, I really do believe that. I think he has been a stabilizing force in this offense. I mean, there's nothing flashy. It just gets the job done. He delivers the ball right where it needs to be. He's not really messing up. Um, I do think that, you know, uh, there is a lot of pressure on him to keep winning. 
I know if you look ahead, uh, you know, Jerry Jones has, you know, made comments about, you know, quarterback controversy where it's just like, you know, he said, well, if we have a quarterback controversy. That means we must be winning. So um, I do think that if we win this particular game uh, against the commanders, I don't think that there will be any rush to put Dak Prescott in the fire against the LA Rams. I do think that's an extremely tough matchup. Um so I don't I don't think that the Cowboys coaching staff does that. And I think coaches for the most part are like, you know, very like uh they're worried about jinxing themselves sometimes. So like I don't I don't think there's any rush to put Prescott, especially he's coming off an of injury. I don't think there's any rush to do that. But if Cooper Rush comes in and, and, and wins this week against the commanders and then somehow beats the Rams the following week, man, that mm. or not the Rams, um the Eagles and the Rams. Um I, no, or, it's the Rams. Rams, Rams are first. No, you're not. Rams are first. Okay, no, you're correct. Yeah. I'm saying he beats. Yeah, if he, yeah, if he, if he comes and he comes in and beats the Rams, I mean, good goodness gracious, I don't think that they're going to put that Prescott in there against the Eagles. I don't think so. I mean, why? Why not go with the hot hand? I mean, the way they're they're um they're playing him, the plays that they're they're calling for him, it's just it's just working right now, you know. Um, but let's get back to this game. I do like the Cowboys. Um, I have not taken that bet. I'm always cautiously optimistic with the Cowboys. Um, the Commanders are are you know bitter rival, um, and they have been for many for many years. And I don't want to just like oh Cowboys are back, you know we're winning. I don't want to get ahead of myself because you know what happens when you do that as a Cowboys fan, you just disappoint yourself. You got expectations, you get disappointed. So going into this game, I don't have too many expectations. I do know that we have a better you know defensive line, um, you know secondary everything over at Washington. So um, I'm interested to look at how they. Um, you know, play this game. And I think that'll be the difference maker, uh, what our defense does, as they've done um, all the games so far this season. So I, I really would like to see how they play. If they play well, if they get to the quarterback, um, even close to the number of times that the Eagles um, did last week, then I think we walk out of here with a pretty convincing uh, victory. So in rush, we trust. and this defense, we trust. Um, yeah, I think – Well, yeah. We we got two different quarterbacks this year, so I mean, we, last year we beat up on 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 the Commanders, but you know we'll see. This year is going to be different. But to 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 go off of what uh what you said about Micah, I I talked to him earlier on the phone, and and let me just oh, yeah? let you know something. Yeah, let me just let Micah was very disappointed about how he performed. Now I, he knows he was double teamed. He watched the film. You know, we was watching it on Facetime together, and I said, "You see, you know what he told me." What did he tell you? He said he said he's playing the commanders this week. They just got all these sacks. He said, watch him. He said, watch him and Lawrence work this week. Okay. He okay. he's guaranteeing me between both of them five sacks. And I told yeah. him if he don't do that, I need I need a hundred laps around the gym. Yeah. We got okay. a little wager going on. We we're gonna see five. He said five at least minimum between them two. Okay. So we're gonna see what happens. So yeah, Parsons was sick last game too. Um, maybe that had some impact on his play. So um, I hope he's better, and hopefully that leads to a better performance. I mean, he says that's no score. excuse. He definitely, he definitely Dude. posted a picture of Michael Jordan in the flu game. He did uh, the flu game where the pizza, the, the the sick stomach game. You know what I mean? But you know, we have we have guys like Sam Williams, Dorrance Armstrong. We have Golston to fill the void, you know what I'm saying? Because they're going to double down. They're going to, they're definitely going to double down on Mike Parsons. They're definitely going to double down on Tank Lawrence. Um, Donovan Wilson, actually, if you look at the grading of the safeties, Donovan Wilson, I believe, is second or third as far as safety performance this year. So you also have to pay attention to what's going on back there. Uh, I'm not sure when J. Ron Kirsch does return. Um, and again, you know, 
we're looking at a guy, Carson Wentz, for what it's worth, is early in his career. He played really well in Philly. He led that team to the playoffs. Obviously, Nick Foles is the Super Bowl winning quarterback with the Philly special and all that good stuff. But I mean, Carson Wentz, when you when you, you start to touch him up, he, he gets a little nervous. You know what I mean? We saw that last week against Philly. Um, if the Cowboys, if the Cowboys can dictate the game pace, you know, we run the ball with Zeke and 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 Jeff. I know that you you know, you're not a big Zeke guy, but if if we get physical with Zeke, it definitely opens up the lightning with Tony Pollard. You know what I mean? Because he he's gonna run through those gaps. You know, Jason Peters first play, first play in the offensive line opens up a big a big game for Tony Pollard. Or was it Zeke? I'm not sure. I'm not sure off the top of my head which one of them was, but realistically, you know what I'm saying? If we can beat down on that defensive line, I mean, and for what it's worth, Washington has a pretty shallow defensive line. Um Payne and Allen, they they clog up the middle. So, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna have to get physical with these guys. It's not a situation where it's gonna be a cakewalk. Um again, Terry McLaurin, good football player. Hopefully Trayvon Diggs travels with him. Anthony Brown, he, he he's gotten better over the years, but I'm not too confident. I'm not all the way confident what he's going to do. Kelvin Joseph is on special teams, so at some point we have to really see what Kelvin Joseph is made of. Um, but for what it's worth, I do think the Cowboys should get this win. Um, we should just get. I mean, realistically, we just have the game. We have to have a. We have to. We have to have a football game where it's the big uglies versus the big uglies. Who's going to get bigger? Who's going to get ugly? You know what I mean? That's just what it boils down to. Thank you. Is, Gallup, is Gallup coming back this week? Gallup, Gallup is playing this week. And last time we played this team at home, we beat them by 42 points, guys. I mean, 42 yeah, we're also, points. We're also That's missing, six touchdowns. We're also missing Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott. And for what it's worth. In rush, we trust. I understand what you're saying. I get that. But we cannot just look away from what Amari Cooper brings to our offense. We can't look away from what Dak Prescott brings to our offense. You know what I mean? Not at all. Prescott. And Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore needs to understand his play calling situation. He can't keep putting Dak in these bad situations. Granted, Dak may hold the ball. For what it's worth, Dak may hold on to the ball for a little bit longer or whatever. But Dak Prescott is obviously the quarterback one for Dallas Cowboys. There is no quarterback controversy. Jerry Jones is like the talk and run his mouth. The, the Joneses is like to flap their gums. It's, a, it's, you know what it's I, annoying. It's obnoxious. It just creates a whole bunch of extra bullshit that we don't need. But Cooper Rush is doing what he needs to do. And if he does start 4-0, for sure. You know, you know, you know what I'm Prescott really is going to come back against Philly, and then we're going we're gonna to really be in a dogfight. Because Cooper you know Rush what I'm really not, looking for in this game, though? Not beating the Philadelphia Eagles. Looking for Diggs to get a second INT this year. I don't care about that as long as we win. Because Stefan oh, is playing good football. I don't care about He's playing excellent football. Don't care about it. Just get get the job done. Lock up number one receiver. I'm with TP. Look, we just win the game. Just win the game. Maybe cover the spread too for good measure. But just win the game. I don't even want it to be close. I, I want us to embarrass the Washington Commanders or whatever they want to call themselves these days. Embarrass them. Embarrass them. <sighs> Embarrass them, we shall. I'm telling you, Micah's going to have this team hype. Lawrence, yeah. he's back. In rush, we trust, fellas. Yeah. In rush, we trust. I just you need y'all to remember watch that. Out, watch out for the secondary names in our defensive line, our defensive front seven. 
Just look out for, you know, guys like Anthony Barr, Dante Fowler. You know what I mean? We're we're gonna get we're gonna get active. Dan Quinn is gonna have everybody ready to go. Ready to put, go. They're gonna put that defensive front seven in the right positions. Um, as long as Trayvon Diggs can keep Terry McLaurin from getting loose. I mean, if they're in the red zone, Dotson will get Dot Dotson for what it's worth in the red zone is a threat. We've seen it this year. If you haven't been to, if you haven't been paying attention to the commanders, Dotson has scored at least two touchdowns in the red zone. So just got to pay attention to him. But if we can keep him out of the red zone, I think we're going to be in good shape. We have to touch Carson Wentz early, make sure that he's nervous. Um, I'm not – Gibson should be the running back for them. Um, just yeah. get a, get a, get a cut, couple good hits on him. We can just – we can end that – we can end that early. If we can end this game early, I'll be fine. I'll be fine with turning that game off. I'll be fine with turning that game off. Turn uh, uh, was it, Buffalo-Baltimore, 1 o'clock game? Yeah. I'll be yep. perfectly fine with that. I'll be perfectly fine with that for sure. I'll tell you this: Cooper Rush comes to four and zero as a starter, and 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 um, Micah keeps his promise with those five combined sacks. There's no extra conversation. Thir- hey, Thursday, Thursday, we I'm, I'm I might I might do a backflip on the pod for y'all. But with that being said, Cowboys, let's get it done. Get it, fuck get the it. Commanders. But until then. This is El Jefe. I'll see y'all Thursday when we talk about the Colts at Denver. Until then, I'm out. Trev signing out. TP signing out. El Jefe signing out. We will catch you all on Thursday on the next episode.